Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hello and welcome to the first Toonami pre-flight of 2019. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hopefully you had a lovely and relaxing holiday season. Did you, uh, do you have any um, New Year's resolutions? No. Me neither. Fuck that shit. (laughs) So, not off to the start we'd ideally hope for, but we still have time to turn it around, I think. On a more positive... It's too late. Let's, let's talk about uh, what we're looking forward to next year, which is the topic of this episode. What media we're looking forward to in 2019. Casting a wide... I, I think two years ago we did a, a similar kind of thing. And I think last year we split it up into individual things we were looking forward to. I think it's getting harder to do just because I don't think um, a lot of companies aren't announcing release dates until closer to... Yeah. Like even... You know, either that or it was like like I would have put the st- the next year's Star Wars movie on my list, but there's literally not even a title. Yeah, and we're a year out, so it's like I think the nature of media is getting to be more like withholding the announcement till it's much closer to a, a thing. Yeah, I think people are not. There's just people are planning span. forward. Yeah, it's your just, attention span is pulled in a billion different directions, so you don't have time to. Look forward to things anymore. <laughs> Ten months. We don't have time to look forward. Um, so I tried to pick things that at least ha- on my list had, um, you know, something t- to them. You know, like there was something released or something is known about it. So I didn't, I didn't put a few things on there that I am looking forward to. But there's just I don't know release dates or right. anything about them. So it was a little difficult to talk. I about. did. I did a bit of both. Um, well, you always were a contrarian. So. Uh, first Maybe up, I'm going to talk about uh, some of my favorite, some of the movies I'm looking forward to besides Star Wars. Uh, and first up is the next Godzilla movie, the next U.S. Godzilla movie, uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters. The second trailer was just released a couple weeks ago, um, and it looks very exciting if you're a fan of giant monster movies, which I am. In these movies, they call them Titans because Guillermo del Toro took kaiju yeah. his pacific rim movies but these are kaiju films and i've loved godzilla since i was a kid and i really liked the last uh gareth evans godzilla movie um i thought it was a lot of fun and did a really good job of making godzilla terrifying so this ups the ante in every way where the first movie sort of made you wait a long time to see godzilla and was a little coy about showing godzilla until like really the end yeah um, this movie makes it pretty clear right out of the gate that you're not going to have that problem. Uh, so this is basically uh, Destroy All Monsters, which is the old an, an old Godzilla movie that where Godzilla fights all these different giant monsters. So in this movie, we have Rodan, we have Mothra, we have King Ghidra, we have some of the greatest hits of the Godzilla pantheon, which I'm very excited about. I love Mothra and King Ghidra. And I'm really going to be excited when they get to Mecha Godzilla at the next movie. But um, the director. And it's of, not just a dude in a tinfoil suit <laughs> yeah. running around. They got a different director for this one. It's the guy who directed Trick or Treat, which I think is great, and Krampus. Uh, he's also working on Trick or Treat 2 right now, but uh, he's evidently always been a giant monster fan. So that's what you want to do. Find someone who's a giant monster fan and let them take a crack at a Godzilla movie. Uh, don't hire Roland Emmerich. So uh, let's check out the trailer for. <laughs> Godzilla movie producers who are watching just for, some tips. So let's check out the trailer for Godzilla King of the Monsters. Hello? Is anyone there? 
trying to reach. Senators, we believe that these titans are just the tip of the iceberg. Which of these titans are here to protect us? And which of these titans are here to threaten us? So you'd want to make Godzilla our pet? No. We would be his. You're sure he's gonna be okay? They're everywhere. Battling for dominance. A rival alpha to Godzilla. You gotta be kidding. Yes. So for those, those are like my superhero movie. You really can't make a Godzilla movie I'm not going to be excited about. So uh, somewhat predictably, I'm excited about that one. Um, next up is the upcoming film that Quentin Tarantino is shooting right now. Um, it's his first film since, uh, what was the... the uh, Hateful Eight. Yeah, Hateful Eight, which I enjoyed quite a bit. Uh, and this one is called Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And it is the story of... Sort of the uh, Manson Sharon Tate murder story, but it's adjacent to it. Basically, this stars Leonardo DiCaprio as a character who's a, we didn't dress this way. Who's a down on his luck actor who lives next door to Sharon Tate. So I guess there will be some featuring of Sharon Tate and Manson and stuff, but it's not technically that story. It's sort of the story of these guys who live next door, uh, which I'm sure allows Tarantino to do his normal thing and sort of rewrite history the way he wants but uh i never don't enjoy a tarantino movie so i'm looking forward to this one it's got a pretty strong cast there's no uh, trailer or anything yet but this there's a little youtube video uh about sort of what we can expect from the movie so i thought we could just watch that quentin tarantino's latest feature sets its sights on the most dangerous subject of all hollywood here's what we know about once upon a time in hollywood so far Despite early reports that Tarantino was scripting a film about the infamous Manson family murders, it turns out that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood will be more Manson-adjacent, quite literally. Set during the tail end of the 1960s, the movie will focus on Manson victim Sharon Tate's next-door neighbor, a fictional washed-up actor named Rick Dalton, played by Leonardo DiCaprio, and his stunt double, Cliff Booth, played by Brad Pitt. Though they've both worked with Tarantino previously, the project marks the first time the A-listers have shared the screen. Now you have my attention. On-set photos of the stars show them and the city of Los Angeles decked out in some groovy, era-appropriate threads. While Dalton and Booth's odyssey in the unfamiliar world of hippie Hollywood will be a major focus of the story, Tarantino has stated that the film will be the closest thing he's made to Pulp Fiction, leading many to expect a similarly sprawling narrative of interconnected characters. What do they call it? They call it the Royale, which... And there are plenty of characters to connect here. Joining DiCaprio and Pitt is Al Pacino as their agent Marvin Schwartz, as well as James Marsden, Timothy Oliphant, and frequent Tarantino collaborators Kurt Russell, Tim Roth, and Michael Madsen. That woman deserves her revenge. 
Not every cast member will be playing a fictional character. Margot Robbie made headlines when she nabbed the role of the ill-fated Sharon Tate. Homeland's Damian Lewis will play action icon Steve McQueen. Mike Moe was cast as the legendary Bruce Lee. And Dakota Fanning will appear as Lynette Squeaky Frome, an especially infamous member of the Manson family. Tragically, Hollywood legend Burt Reynolds passed before he could film his role as George Spann, the owner of the movie ranch that housed the Manson family for a time. Justified's Damon Harriman will be taking on the role of Charles Manson, and Tarantino isn't the only one who thought this was a good idea. Harriman will also be playing the cult leader in season two of David Fincher's Mindhunter. Great minds, cast alike. Also joining the cast in as-of-yet undisclosed roles are Lena Dunham and Maya Hawk, daughter of Ethan Hawk and Kill Bill star Uma Thurman. Though the plot has largely been kept under wraps, audiences can anticipate Tarantino spicing up this tale of faded fame with a few of his signature touches. In other words, brace yourself for some gratuitous shots of violence and bare feet. One thing is for certain, the title is an allusion to the works of Tarantino's favorite Italian filmmaker, Sergio Leone. Two of Leone's classic films, Once Upon a Time in the West and its spiritual successor, Once Upon a Time in America, tell sweeping stories of men who feel left behind by the world changing around them. Expect Leone's influence on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood to run deeper than just in name. Though originally slated to hit theaters on the 50th anniversary of the Manson murders, its release was moved up a few weeks to July 26, 2019, right at the height of blockbuster season. It's a show of good faith from the studio that Tarantino and his A-list cast can draw audiences to a story about La La Land like they've never seen it before. Well, not since 1969, at least. And that is everything we know about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood so far. So, uh, yeah, it looks fun. Uh, I think they'll probably, I would say we're going to see a trailer soon, like a teaser, probably over Christmas or shortly after. I wonder if Leonardo DiCaprio's actual stunt double looks like Brad Pitt. (laughs) I'm guessing no. Um... So, do we want to talk about? Should I talk about games, or should I throw to you to talk about movies? I what think did you, want you to do? run down the whole okay. thing; otherwise, it's going to fuck all right. it all up. Okay. So then we'll keep going, and now we're going to talk about some games I'm looking forward to. And first up is the new game from Project Red, the makers of The Witcher Three, uh, and then it's called Cyberpunk 2077. So this is. A, an RPG that is set in the world of an actual role-playing game that's been around forever called Cyberpunk 2077. And so this is basically the way that it's seemingly been described, and from what I've seen in the gameplay, it's The Witcher, but in Cyberpunk world, which yes. sounds fucking perfect to me. So uh, let's look at the gameplay trailer uh, from E3, I believe, for Cyberpunk 2077, so you get a flavor for it. In 2077, they voted my city the worst place to live in America. Main issues, sky-high rate of violence, and more people living below the poverty line than anywhere else. Can't deny it, it's all true. But everybody still wants to live here. This city's always got a promise for you. Might be a lie, an illusion. It's there, just around the corner, and it keeps you going. It's a city of dreams, and I'm a big dreamer. So a pretty corny trailer, but the yeah. game looks like it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, I'm hoping that they put the same attention to detail into this game they did uh, with The Witcher. 
which is one of my favorite games. And then next up is another sort of futuristic game. This is more of a post-apocalyptic game. And this is the long sequel to a long dormant uh, series of games that were actually the inspiration for Fallout. Um, this is more of a top-down sort of strategy game, but, uh, you know, I love those kind of games, so I'm really excited about this one, and this is called Wasteland 3, so let's check out the trailer for that. Who the fuck are you? This is Hardhead Turf. Maybe we have. So what? This ain't no desert, and you ain't answered my question. What the fuck are you doing in our territory? I know all about chopping people up. Why? Am I in trouble? (gasps) Are you going to pull me in? Oh, just a taste. A nibble here and there. In fact, I'm still hungry. Hardheads, it's dinner time. So that kind of game is right up my alley. Totally. A futuristic snow. Should have picked the game. bottom option from the I know, beginning. Always, it's made by the same people up. who made uh, uh, Torment: Tides of Numenaria, which is the sequel to Planescape Torment. Um, so I think it'll be a Mac PC game, but I'm real excited about it. Uh, and then finally, a bit of music I'm looking forward to. Now, with music releases, there really isn't much to go on ahead of time because they pretty much all are surprise drops. But Lana Del Rey does things a little bit differently, more old school style. She has announced her next album that will be coming, I think it's in January or February of 2019, which is called Norman Fucking Rockwell. And her first uh, single from that album she's already released. And uh, so let's hear just like it's like an eight minute song so we're just gonna hear like two or three minutes of it let's check that out
So, sounds like Lana Del Rey to me, yeah. but that's a good thing for me. So that's some of the stuff I'm looking forward to in 2019 that had anything that I could show you. So. That's just too much to fit on the card. So oh, yeah. uh, My first movie, I followed a similar uh, footprint to you, but since most of the music revolves around me going, oh, I didn't know that was out, I decided not to go for music that I was looking forward to. Gotcha. And instead talked about a TV show. But gotcha. first movie is Glass, M. Night, Shemalama, Ding Dong's third in the trilogy of Unbreakable and Split, uh, which if you have not seen, you won't, I don't think, need to have seen to enjoy Glass, but I feel like you should watch them because they probably helps to have watched movies. both of the previous films, I would think. I, don't, I bet you could still, I mean, it's... I bet you could, but it's probably yeah, so, way better. This movie comes out uh, January 18th. Just watch all three. So you have plenty of time to watch the first two. Yeah, catch up. Uh, Unbreakable came out about 47 years ago. And the Split year. was... In the year 2000. Split was what, like... Two years ago. 14? 2014? No, no, no. It was like 17. 17? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. It was right away. Nice. Split made money and then Sh- yeah, Shyamalan then, was like, again. I had an idea for you. Um, so this movie at least starts off with the three main characters, Bruce Willis, James McAvoy, and Samuel Jackson in a some level of um, containment unit where they are being both observed and also um, having their powers mitigated. But this presupposes the question, what if they didn't? Uh, so then they end up breaking out and figuring out... Uh, Mr. Glass, Samuel L. Jackson's character, trying to figure out what happens when superheroes are real and investigating those powers. So this is, I think, the most recent trailer uh, for Glass. Um, They were originally, I think, going to do three, but I think they ended up just doing two. So let's check out this trailer now. Elijah has changed over the years. He's given up. We keep him heavily sedated. But there is a reason for that. He's too smart for them. You won't be lonely anymore. You have two new friends. The three of you think you have extraordinary gifts like something out of a comic book. I've developed an effective treatment for this disorder. The light will force a different identity to take over. I want my headphones back. Step away from the controls now, little doctor. Can't beat the beast! So you're not going to shake my hand and let me walk out of here? (laughs) Good for you. What do you want? I am here to see if tales of the extraordinary being are true. May I meet the beast? I'm Mary Reynolds. I need your abilities to get us all out of here and show the world we exist. That sounds like the bad guys teaming up. Do you believe? 
believe you are an avenging angel, partner. I believe avenge us. I have to get out of here before he gets out. They are contained. They always underestimate the mastermind. It has begun, David. I've found someone who will require your full potential. You shouldn't be hiding in the shadows. You might want to try and stop us. A lot of people are going to die. Now, who'd like a PB and J sandwich? We are not meant to have this much power. Finally, all of us together for the world to see what we are capable of. You need to get out of here. What have you done, Elijah? So yeah, just yeah. a couple more weeks to see what it looks like when James McAvoy does a bunch of push-ups and eats a shit ton of eggs. <laughs> it's just funny because he's like, I can't, like, he's a great actor, but I can't take him seriously as a threatening physical person Did just you see because how he was. He's fucking five seven. Like he's a small man. Jack, he's he's like comes here. <laughs> Sorry, James, you're still a badass. Your superpower it might mitigate his. You think? My oh the your superpower of just yeah my being a, a giant hulking beast. Yeah. You are the beast as well. So. I'm definitely angrier than beast James. on beast. I'm power. definitely angrier than any actor ever. Their lives are way easier than anybody's. Well, what actor would be? I mean, that wasn't like previously someone like like Danny Trejo. Obviously not, but like you know, yeah, huh? No, Russell Crowe. Give me a break. I can't think of anyone. Okay, well, we've got time. You can, you you can, can think, you can of, think of it over. That no, you should think of someone. You're the one who's skeptical, not me. You just, just keep going. Maybe you might get stolen at least by some actor. Who well, wants the, it a little bit? You know, yeah, like someone. Well, someone like The Rock. Obviously, yeah. I'm not even. Let's not be ridiculous. The Rock would kick my ass. <laughs> so that's your yeah. your list. Everyone up no, to no, The no, Rock. I just mean you, you handle large other large men. You know right. who are in shape. Yeah. yeah, then we're in trouble. But if you're five seven, you better hit me first. Yeah. Well, sure. If you're James tactics. Mac- if you're James McAvoy, you better hit me when I'm not paying attention. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Right after lunch when you're a little sleepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come yeah. get you. <laughs> Pre, post dinner. Yeah. When the cooking show's on, uh, then just come over. <laughs> anyway. So if you're planning at home. We may have gotten a little sidetracked. Um, uh, next movie is a not an angry actor. He's a delightful actor who I also think would be able to kick Jason's ass. And that you th- is- Wait, wait, wait. You think James McAvoy would be able to kick my ass? Probably. Fuck that. Could he kick your ass? Probably. Yeah. Could I kick your ass? No. Yeah. Maybe. You'd probably win, but you'd remember the day. Uh, I'm not. I'm just trying to win. <laughs> I think that's how I feel about about uh, James McAvoy. I, he'd, I'd remember the day, but I'd win. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, I think your physic powers eventually would. Kick my ass is a big, that's a big statement versus like hold your own. Yeah. Well, I if don't you have James, an in on James McAvoy yeah, and yeah. want to sell him, tell him I'll we'll see him. Tell him, come on down. Pre-flight fight of the century. Tell him, come on down. Pre-fight. Yeah, tell him, come on down. Tell him, kick Gil's ass first. But then he's just gonna be so tired; it won't be fair. It should be the other he's way around. Not, yeah. No, you'll just you'll be, be a, the undercard. You'll be a light workout for him, and then he'll come to me just to warm real, up for the real thing. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, John Wick, Chapter Three. This is a movie that I'm looking forward to in 2019. Comes out at the May something something 17th. We're gonna say um, this is Parabellum. Yeah, hey, it's right there. Parabellum is what they're calling it, but it's really just John Wick three. And this is still directed by Chad Stilski, who is also doing the Highlander reboot, which I'm. Do we know who's interested? In Do we know who's I don't playing? Think so. And I Connor, think Colin McLeod. Yeah, that's gonna be things we're looking forward Connor to. Connor McLeod. In 2022 probably. Gotcha. Um, that's episode 583 when we're way... <laughs> Don't depress me. ...down. What? So John Wick has a price on his head because yeah. 
he's violated the terms of the Assassin's Code, mm-hmm. and he's got to get out of New York with everybody coming to look for him. Unfortunately, one of those people is not going to be Common, who is not in this yeah. new movie. Who, it's okay. They can bring him back for John Wick 4. Yeah. Um, but Halle Berry and Lawrence Fishburne and Ian McShane are joining. And Angelica Houston, who I would not... I think she would yes. kick both of our asses. Yeah, I wouldn't fuck with Angelica Houston. Um, there's not much to anything out for John Wick. There's some like fan trailers, but instead, if you're not familiar with John Wick, we're going to go back to John Wick 1 and find out who this fucking nobody is right now. Oh. It's not what you did, son, that angers me so. It's who you did it to. Who? The fucking nobody? That fucking nobody is John Wake. was an associate of ours. We called him Baba Yaga. The boogeyman? Well, John wasn't exactly the boogeyman. He was the one you sent to kill the fucking boogeyman. Oh. John is a man of focus. So I killed three men in a bar with a bouncer. Ah! With a fucking bouncer. Ah! Ah! Suddenly one day he asked to leave. It's over a woman, of course. deal with him. I gave him an impossible task. A job no one could have pulled off. The bodies he buried that day laid the foundation of what we are now. And then my son a few days after his wife died, you steal his car and kill his fucking dog. Father, I can make this right. Oh, how do you plan that? By finishing what I started. What the fuck? Did he hear a fucking word I said? Papa, you have so brave, Lupajalos. John will come for you. I didn't want to spoil it earlier, but Alfie Allen was actually who I was thinking of as the angry man who would fuck you up. Alfie Allen? Yeah. <laughs> Theon? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Did you see him? <laughs> Impressive physical specimen. Yeah. Um, my, some of my video games that I'm looking forward to as we transition away from John Wick, probably in full disclosure, may not actually come out in 2019, but I'm hopeful that Skull and Bones will be one of them. The oft-rumored, oft-delayed Ubisoft pirate captain game full of seafaring winter or weather gaugedness mm. and I'm sure microtransactions. Um, <laughs> like pirates did. And uh, yeah, you gotta, I mean, if you want to get ahead, you gotta a little something for the Think poor you captain. you would've made a good pirate? Uh, sure, I like stealing and killing people. What's not to be, uh, what's not to be a fan of? Not so good with the uh, trigonometry aspect of sea captaining, but yep. more of a dead reckoning sailor, I would say. 
Um, but I think if I had a good master, then I could be the commander. <laughs> um, this movie, uh, this movie, this game was supposed to come out last year and got pushed a year. Uh, and I think still doesn't have a release date, but I'm hopeful that it's coming out um, because playing Assassin's Creed now just makes me want to play more. Well, they're taking stuff. a break from Assassin's Creed next year, right? Yeah, they're not so, putting one out in so 2019. Maybe so, yeah, they're taking a break so they can push this. Um, that would be cool. So hopefully, this is the uh, E3 trailer from two, three, two E3s ago. Um, but let's get excited for Skull and Bones and cross our fingers. wiped out. Those who kneeled were now at the gates of hell. They were killing us off, burning our seas from shore to shore. We thought there was no way the Empire could win this game. As fate would have it, the tide turned in our favour again. A new wind was at our backs, blowing us straight to heaven. In our new Eden, there was only one rule. First come, first serve. It was dog eat dog. We became kings, queens, lords and masters of our own new worlds. Fortunes poured down on us. They had their empire. Now it was our turn. Enemies became friends. Friends became enemies. The best didn't trust anybody. The philosophy of the day was more and more. We were alone at the top of the food chain. thought we were. In a dog-eat-dog world, we were wolves. And wolves hunting packs. And I was thinking this was on your video games you were looking forward to in 2018 list, but you were saying no, which means it was on my list, yeah. and it's going to continue to be on my list until <laughs> this fucking game comes out. I mean, it looks I'm great. I'm excited, and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it looks great. Other than the fact that they're trying to push you to team up with your friends online. Which yeah, feels every game wants you to team up with your friends. One game that's not looking to have you team up with your friends online is my next choice, and that's Jedi Fallen Order from Respawn Studios. Um, and I think it's a little refreshing that Respawn, who has done Titanfall most recently, or Titanfall 2, I guess, most recently, is not looking to have uh, it be a an online component, massive multiplayer, blah, 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 blah. Who knows if this game's even coming out this year? Um, very little has been released about it, but they say it's coming out holiday 2019, and it doesn't have a December 31st release date for 2019, which is usually the telltale sign that there's no fucking way it's coming out in 2019. Um, so we will let's check out the E3 trailer for this game as well that I think is maybe also last year's E3. So fingers crossed. Exciting. Yeah, so it's post episode three, post Revenge of the Sith, there's a lone Jedi yep. running around trying to avoid being Executive Order 66, mm -hmm. 86. Mm -hmm. That's what they should have named it, 86. But. Executive Order 86, uh, my fried chicken. I am no longer hungry. Maybe coming out this year. Okay. Hopefully, holiday Great. 2019 coming at you. So things you're looking forward to at some point. 
right. that I'm hopeful are in really, 2019. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a long parenthetical, but you know, eventually it comes on. And uh, last in that same list for me... I was going to say, I don't think this might make 2019 either, well, friend. Well, I think it might be. And that is a TV show that's actually a movie that's the continuation of a TV show, and that's the Deadwood movie. Uh, short 12 years in the making after Deadwood series wrapped Finale. on HBO. Um, Welcome to fucking Deadwood. Some of our characters are no longer with us because the actors are no longer with us, but uh, I think most of these... People Everyone you be, see there is yeah, still with, except still, Powers Booth, right? Is Powers Booth? No, he's alive, I think. Would you, unless you just John no, Wick just asked? I don't, know, I don't know. Yeah, no, I think he's he's doing fine. Um, so this is shooting now, um, and maybe coming out. There's not anything here. So um, if you're not familiar with Deadwood, here is a welcome sign to Deadwood from the Deadwood Tourism Bureau. Aging Pete's my stream. No fucking fear of you. Get in here. All in due fucking course, but tell me one thing first, Bullock, as I stand here fucking humble. Does the widow Garrett have a going fucking hard rock concern in five-stamp mill, crushing gold out of her quartz all day and fucking night? What? But does she cast her lot with the camp, furnish others here a chance to develop what they got to hang on or even prosper? You pie-faced cocksucker. Get in here and account for your insult. Or, with you at her ear, among other points of entry, instead of doing her civic duty, does she ship her fucking loot to Denver? Civic duty. Opposed by her own and her dead husband's family, too. Put her assets at play in a camp with no law or government worth the name. Seems here where she lives and struck lucky civic duty, yeah. And it's time for her and some others to quit their fucking shirking. Yankton's making its move. Ah, Thing. Meaning what? Yankton's making its move without more insults. We're getting ass fucked, carved into counties, with not one fucking commissioner coming from the hills. How do you have this information? From the governor himself in a pricey little personal note. They want to make us a trough for Yankton snouts and them hoople heads out there. They need buttressing against going over to those cocksuckers. Now, I can handle my areas, but there's dimensions and fucking angles I'm not expert at. You would be if you'd sheathe your prick long enough. Shut up. And resume being the upright pain in the balls that graced us all that so Shut up, you son of a bitch. Jesus Christ. Bullock. The world abounds in cunt of every kind, including hers. If it'd steer you from something stupid, I uh, could always profess another position. Well, I find you've got a knife. I won't need no fucking knife. Now. 
Welcome to fucking Deadwood. Can be combative. Oh. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, so those are some of the, the media that we are looking forward to in 2019 and potentially beyond. Let's check out Adult Swim Facebook's picks and see where they are. Rick and Morty season four. Totally yep. fair. See Steven Universe season six, Game of Thrones, Kingdom Hearts three, Avengers Endgame. Those are all coming out in 2019, so they did better than Gil. Well, they're uh, all good choices. More, more aspirational in my well, picks. Just, just, they, they sometimes actually, you got to take some chances and reach for things. They actually did answer the question. And let's see what the Tiami Facebook picks are. Guarantee something's coming out. Avengers Endgame, My Hero Academia Season 4, Kingdom Hearts 3, One Punch Man Season 2, all confirmed for 2019, Godzilla the King of the Monsters, and Last of Us 2, which is the only one on that list that, like your picks, is not 100, they yeah. think. And in the interest of me they, not just doing they, they think it's gonna come 15 out. to 20 minutes on The Last of Us 2, yeah, I, mean, I, I would have right totally done The Last of Us 2 because I'm looking so. forward to that more than anything, but I don't know if it's gonna come out next year. It might be the following year. They think the rumor is it's going to be this year, but they don't know. So, um, but hopefully, I, ho- I sure should hope so. Um, so, those are some of the things we're looking forward to in 2019 and beyond. And hopefully, you're looking forward to watching Toonami this Saturday night with our new lineup back to 11 p.m. start Where time. Where we belong. Where we belong. Let's check out some topicals. For starting off Dragon Ball Super's episode for this Saturday at 11. On the next all-new episode of Dragon Ball Super. I'm here to ask if I could possibly get some help from Freezer. What? Bring him back from hell? But he's a monster! Dragon Ball Super, Saturday at 11. Only Toonami on Adult Swim. Nice. And then... said nice. Well, we weren't back, so I was just picking you up. Copy me. Just, uh... Copy. Jumping in. Just copy. Oh, good team. Just copying me. Yeah. Um, following in my footsteps. Following in my footsteps. Uh, my Hero Academia <laughs> is weird, running weird at midnight back, but cool. this Saturday. They're not all winners. Uh, so let's check out the spot for that now. On the next all-new episode of My Hero Academia. I got you! This is the end, Froggy. My Hero Academia. Saturday at midnight. And then Mob Psycho 100 is running at 1230. And let's see that topical now. On the next all-new episode of Mob Psycho 100. I've got you now, punk! Mob Psycho 100, Saturday at 1230. My powers are pretty impressive, huh? Only Toonami on Adult Swim. And our last topical of the night uh, is for Megalobox, which is now on at 1 a.m. tomorrow night, Saturday. Let's see it. On the next all-new episode of Megalobox. Joe's team requested that he be allowed to fight this match without the use of gear. I'm gonna destroy you. You can try. Megalobox, Saturday at 1, only Toonami on Adult Swim. Uh, And then... The segment that we've really all been waiting for up to this point is my one man's trash for Red Dead Redemption 2, which I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do initially. Originally, it was going to be do all the challenges, and then that shit turned out to be super boring and waste of time and annoying. Mostly the gambling challenges where I was like, fuck this. Because who in the right mind possibly hits a 16 when the dealer's showing a 6 to get 5 fucking cards to win a hand that's a dumbass challenge so let's see what I actually did right now welcome to another edition of One Man's Trash where we're traveling back to a simpler time this week and playing Red Dead Redemption 2 I was super excited to play this game and I knew I wanted to do some kind of One Man's Trash but I wasn't 100% sure what I wanted to do they always said you were a butcher I decided that I was going to play and become fully evil And then once I did that, I decided that I would redeem myself and become fully good. But that still didn't seem like quite enough. So I then decided, why don't I do all of the bandit challenges where you have to rob people and rob things of different sorts. And all of the marksman challenges, 
and then I decided at one point, why don't I just do all of the challenges? But doing all of the challenges sucks. Even by one man's trash standards, it sucks. Well, it's a strange world we live in, Arthur Morgan. Uh, some of them are just based on totally random luck, and some of them are just really poorly thought out. Specifically, the gambling challenges. Uh, whoever thought up the gambling challenges has clearly never gambled, and I'm not 100% sure that they've ever played a video game before. And I decided not to do all the challenges when I was stuck on the blackjack challenges, specifically the one where you have to get three wins where you hit five times or more, which is the dumbest possible way to ever play blackjack. And out of pure principle standpoint, I refuse to do it other than to try for a couple of hours. Annoy. That was real fun, but I got business. I decided to finally go for the Bountiful Trophy, which is getting a $250 bounty, at least, in all five of the states. So this means you ride into town, you start shooting up the place, you unfortunately have to kill lots of people, and then you ride out of town and you avoid the bounty hunters who come for you, but we don't need their scum. And you just rinse and repeat in all of the different states. Getting a $250 bounty in the state of Amberino. Amberdino? Amberino. Who knew it was Amberino? Anyway, there aren't any towns there. It's out in the middle of nowhere, so you can't ride into town and shoot up the place, which is the way you do it in all the other ones. And it's so remote that you end up getting into fights and then the law just stops coming. Uh, I don't know that they're scared of you or it's just too long of a ride, but either way, you're sort of stuck. But eventually, in my sweet little cabin that I found when I was doing my long shot marksman challenge, the lookout, and is coincidentally also the place where I became fully evil. I was finally able to get enough people to come to where I got a $250 bounty, and I decided to hole up here for the three days. And after the first day, it just gets kind of boring. It's too good of a hiding place. So I decided to ride down to the outlaw trading post of Van Dutch and kill a little time, which unfortunately meant playing blackjack. And of course, I got a five card hit the first time I sat down, so I spent multiple hours more trying to do that dumbass challenge and didn't get it. I did a little fishing and threw back some muskies. Swim away, little buddy. Got a little bite to eat, got some drinks, and then did my math wrong and of course got the trophy when I wasn't actually recording, but here's the proof that I did it because uh, in full disclosure, I wanted to show you that I had. But then I still wanted to go back and do all the challenges. Anyway, that's gonna be another One Man's Trash later on. Uh, this wraps it up for this One Man's Trash with Red Dead Redemption. Uh, if you have something fun or dumb for me to do in a video game, hit me up at StupidGill and let me know. And hopefully you enjoyed the You've review of Red Dead Redemption 2 You've done it from a couple weeks before. And even more so enjoyed me wasting all of our time here today. Speaking of which, we're now out of time. No Adult Swim singles new this week. Taking a week off. New Year's, no one, no one goes to the internet to listen to things this week. They're all still arguing with their families. Fair <laughs> enough. Hopefully you've come to the internet, and now we've come to the end. Either way, time. we've come to the end, whether you're here or not. It's true. So if a tree falls say, in the woods, et cetera, et cetera. Right. If a pre-flight airs during the week of New Year's, did it really air? No. Yeah. I don't think so. Thanks for watching. Bye. Tsunami, now every Saturday night from 11 to 5.